Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Monday. I don't want to go on and on and on about which costume, which celebrity wore. Oh, this person had three outfit changes over the weekend. Oh, fantastic stuff. Uh, but I do think that you should know. I just think you should know that Steve Buscemi... He went as himself from the fellow kids meme and handed out some candy and did some good in Brooklyn over the weekend, which is a reference to an episode of 30 Rock, but is also a very fellow kids thing for him to do. I mean, there's a lot of levels at play here, but I just want you to be aware of it, and I want Steve Buscemi to know in some way, maybe I can beam those cosmic brain waves at him in appreciation, because that's just fantastic. It is a precious gift that we received along with all of the candy this Halloween. Just saying. And if you haven't seen it, it's up on our social media. Go take a look. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony took place over the weekend in Cleveland, Ohio. Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Carol King, Jay-Z, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, Randy Rhodes, and honestly a host of a bunch of others were inducted uh, by incredible stars. There were really wild performances. We really haven't had a chance to see much of it yet other than a few random YouTube videos that were shared from the scene, but the actual event itself is going to be uh, discussed, the subject of at least in a film that is going to be airing on November 20th on HBO. More of a kind of a documentary about the event as well as the artists that are being inducted during it. I guess I should speak in the past tense. That were inducted into it on Saturday. Also, uh, some sad news. Bon Jovi and Brian Adams are facing some serious situations with COVID after testing positive, both of them this week, and have both have to cancel some gigs. Of course, they will be well taken care of, and even Bon Jovi has said to Variety Magazine that he is fully vaccinated and feeling fine. However, the positive test is still a positive test, and they're being as safe as they need to be. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Teachers, our thoughts are with you today. Uh, Today being the day after Halloween. It's a sugar-filled occasion for sure. Might just be some extra fun sizes snuck into the lunch for today, especially, and perhaps the rest of the week. Uh, Now, I mean... What I think back to when I was a kid, uh, I don't remember anything too special about like the time after Halloween. It was all about the time during. But gonna be a different perspective from the educators, I've got to imagine. And already it's been a super stressful, extended length of time. So I mean, uh, best best of luck with you today. Trying to keep those attentions and trying to still do your do your thing and impart a lesson or two along the way. Right? Uh, we are here with you, and uh, we've got some extra candy for you to have afterwards should you need it should you need it just all you got to do is reach out reach out that hand and we'll put a fun size right in there for you tuesday it's the time of year when dictionaries start to be like well it was the word of the year oxford has come out to say that the word is vax for 2021 v-a-x a shortened version an abbreviation of course of vaccine which is definitely a word already but i guess you know this is word of the year a lot of uses a lot of instances word of the year is vax Ugh. but also i learned this morning and i think this is kind of cool though i learned it a minute too late i think uh trick or treat the phrase trick or treat is actually from alberta a lot of people assume it was an americanism 
Not so. Not so. There is an expert uh, who has done some digging and has found it as far back as 1922 from an Edmonton Bulletin article. And it was not quite as we know it. It was actually phrased as treat up or tricks as what kids say when they get to the door, which was then uh, echoed as trick or treat in the Red Deer Advocate in 1924 and then the Regina newspaper in 1926 spreading out across the prairies. Trick or treat, you're welcome from Alberta. And I don't know where the give me something good to eat came from. Uh, That was probably added. Maybe that was America's contribution. Regardless, it started right here until we find it printed in some newspaper from somewhere else a few years earlier. Just loving the job that's been done on painting lines around town. Hey, drivers, you might have picked up on this, might have noticed a little something, something going on. In fact, some people I've seen online complaining because they were they were witness to whatever was going on. Now, I try to make a point of, at any point in time, you know, not chirping too much about a job that I know very little about, right? You try to give the benefit of the doubt, but it just occurs to me that, I don't know, something seems to not be quite right when there's just paint splattered all over tires, all over wheel wells, all over town, including our own cruise cruiser. Yeah, it's, it's on there as well. Um, and at first I thought it was just one section, Confederation Way. You know, I thought that there was like sort of a lot of different things going on there, a lot of different construction, and the lines have to be sort of re-added. And I get that, I get that. And, you know, maybe even in a haphazard way. But no, now I've seen it around town, everywhere. I've seen it downtown seen it like on the way up to Gregoire. I've seen it along the highway. I've seen it beside the highway. It's all over the place. Uh, and so that makes me think, I suspect anyway, that it was like a crew or or several crews that were all kind of doing it at the same time, kind of doing it the same way, and perhaps not quite right. But here is the silver lining for anybody who's feeling like, oh no, oh no, people noticing, people complaining about the jobs that we did, oh no. Here is your out. Those lines on the road, no one pays attention to them anyways. And they're going to be faded in a couple months anyways. And beyond that, they're just going to be covered in snow and ice in like two. So, uh, you know, don't worry about it. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Move over the likes of, oh, Led Zeppelin. Who's even heard of them joining TikTok? No, no. Now it's time for you two to join. And much like they put an album on your iPhones a while ago, they are putting out new music on the platform. Your song, Saved My Life, is going to be released in full later this week, but the teaser has already made it onto TikTok. Meanwhile, unfortunate news for Slash and the uh, the Conspirators. They're planning to release a new album out in February. Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, as well as Slash. Uh, you know, kind of this weird hybrid band of a uh, frontman, but also with the featured artists of Slash in it. Um, they've had huge success, uh, huge announcement for the new album, but uh, four of the members have come down with COVID while they've been working on it. That's going to slow things down a little bit, and of course, wishing them for uh, you know speedy recoveries. Nick Cave as well has made an announcement that he is going to be playing not somebody in a Wells-style sh- uh, story. He's going to be actually playing H.G. Wells in a movie called The Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne. Uh, he calls it a beautiful, heartfelt hallucination of a film and going to be released actually pretty soon, Friday, via Amazon Prime Video. So if you've already got the subscription, this Friday it's available. Wednesday. Things like parents who let their kids watch something on their iPad super loud in a public place like a dinner. Uh, you know, restaurant. Uh, you know, thankfully, I haven't experienced a lot of that lately. However, I have had that situation happen before, and you just, you just, you just wonder why, why, 
There's a volume control on that thing. Just turn it down. Or uh, leaving the shopping cart in a public parking space. Just, I mean, how hard is it? How hard is it? Just go and put it back. Um, This is one that gets me, too, is that the super loud ads on streaming services. Now, I mean, if I'm paying for a streaming service and there's an ad in the first place, I'm just going to be upset about that. But some of them are ad-based and you don't really pay for them, but then suddenly the ad hits you and it's just insanely loud, way louder than the difference between when you're watching your TV show and the ads come on on cable TV. That at least has, you know, broadcast rules and standards applied when it comes to streaming services. No. And the worst offense is when the ad loads in high definition, super loud, plays perfectly, and then the actual thing you want to watch doesn't load at all. There's some priorities put in place, and I don't like them. Some people hate fake pockets. That should be illegal. Meetings that should have been an email. I'm right there with you. Uh, Or, uh, you know, people cut you off and then immediately slow right down. What was the rush? Where were you going? What is the purpose? People asking you questions while you're at the urinal. I mean, that can be a, a kind of a singular experience. Not everybody has had to endure that, but it is kind of the worst. Here's a new one for you. It's not even on any of the lists that I've seen so far. It should be illegal to share the death articles of famous celebrities a year after they've actually happened. Yes, Sean Connery has passed away in 2020. People, read the headlines. A fake human meat burger elsewhere in the world. Okay, so let me explain this. It's a Swedish company putting out a plant-based protein burger and their limited edition human meat flavored one. Um, it is already you know, discontinued. It was really just a shock value thing for Halloween. We know it. It's, it's a stunt, a, a marketing stunt. But hey, it got me and it got me thinking and it got me talking about it. Non-meat burger for sale that's supposed to... Simulate human meat? Who is the quality control here? Who is determining accuracy for the product? That is that is the question. And what basis exactly do they have for comparison? Huh? What uh, I want to know. And I think that these questions are valid questions to ask. These are the ones that we need to get the answers to, and and immediately as well, because uh, I I have some suspicions. I really do. I think maybe perhaps. There could be a cannibal in our midst. I stick to the normal stuff, butts and thighs. One time I ate a foot, but it was nasty. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Elton John is still eager to tour, but he is still enduring serious hip pain following a fall earlier this year. The injury caused the singer to postpone his farewell tour and seek surgery at the end of summer. He's healing, but he says he still can't maneuver in and out of a vehicle just yet. Pretty key reason to maybe still take it easy take the time you need elton and it's okay not to finish the tour if it's going to hurt you to do so okay Uh, placebo are making plans to release new music the band from england just announced their new single surrounded by spies which will be on their eighth studio album out next year at some point no specific details on that not even a title yet but uh, the first new music from the duo in five years and the single itself will release on tuesday november 9th of next week Meanwhile, the American Music Awards are set to arrive, uh, you know, a little bit later on this year, but the uh, host has been announced, none other than rapper Cardi B. Yeah, the uh, 2021 American Music Awards is going to be uh, covering the events in music from September 25th of last year to September 23rd of this year, and Cardi B will be at the fore of it. Uh, yeah, I'm not so sure I love the idea, uh, I love the personality, but... 
I do love the award show, and uh, you know, it's not like she's been a stranger to the American Music Awards, getting tons of nominations over the last several years herself. So now, time to start doling them out. We got the news a little while ago about uh, Chris Pratt voicing uh, Super Mario. Uh, you know, it uh, made me raise an eyebrow, but I accepted it overall. Now we've had the announcement just yesterday. Chris Pratt is going to be voicing Garfield. And honestly, it hasn't been sitting well with me. It hasn't been sitting well with me. I don't know what it is. He's done a fine job with voice acting before. He's done great work. I mean, the Lego movies, for instance, they come to mind. Onward was great as well. But here, I think, is the problem. Here's the problem. Chris Pratt abandoned his soft and doughy version, uh, Parks and Rec, early seasons version, for a life of hardworking chiseledness. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm using it. Chiseledness. Uh, he's basically now uh, the anti-Garfield, isn't he? Isn't he? Come on. I mean, uh, maybe there's some 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 wisdom in there. Maybe it's the direction they're going to be taking the character. I'm not quite sure. But I also did note that the news came out on a Monday, and I feel like that's also kind of anti-Garfield. Something's going on here, and I'm not sure if I like it. But really, the end of the day, it doesn't really make any difference. What I could really go for is some lasagna, though. If anybody has some of that, uh, you know, that can make everything better. Anything can be solved with a plate of lasagna. Thursday. It took a while for this to actually hit the internet, but oh boy, oh boy is the reaction big. Uh, It's called The Love Trap. It's a dating TV show. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of get the idea here. Uh, It's very much like The Bachelor. It begins like The Bachelor, where you've got the setup of one gentleman and I think like eight to a dozen women who who are potentials, who are suitors, who are hopefuls. However... They've stacked the deck. Half of these women are lying, and they're just in it for the money, or just in it for the fame, or just in it for the win. Uh, Some of them even still in relationships with other people. It's nefarious and seedy. However, what's really catching people's eye is how the game ends for every contestant who is eliminated. It's very squid game. Uh, They're literally on trap doors. Yes, it's called the love trap. And the gimmick is that when you get eliminated, a trapdoor opens up beneath you and you disappear into the abyss, perhaps never to be seen again, depending on what your, you know, NDA is like. Just to give you an idea of what it sounds like, although I admit the visuals are so much better. David, who do you think is a love trap? Shereen. They even put, like, some weird reverby echo on her voice for when she falls through the trap door. I mean, just listen close. It's the most ridiculous thing I've seen in quite some time. And finally, finally, there might be a reality dating show that will hook me. Um, We'll see. I need to see more. I need to see more. And you need to see the clip I'm talking about. Head to our social media immediately. Pixies, they've just announced a doozy for mega fans. The band's new box set, Live in Brixton, is an eight-disc compilation covering all four of the band's sold-out reunion shows from 2004, all from the O2 Academy Brixton in London. The music and all of the extra goodies that come out with it are going to be releasing at some point next year, though the pre-order is 
already here. Uh, meanwhile, Bruce Springsteen looking to sell his entire music catalog. Sony is the prospective buyer of a package that includes some 20 studio albums, not to mention other singles and recordings. The price tag is in the realm of $400 million U.S., Quite a price tag. Uh, and sadly, two people are dead and a third in recovery after a tragedy at an ABBA tribute show in Sweden. Details are scarce, but it seems that a man in his 80s fell from the seventh floor of the venue, striking two people in their 60s below. Naturally, the show was canceled to begin the investigation. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. This is ingenious, I think. Uh, there's a man getting a lot of attention online, a man from Taiwan who is putting some videos up on Pornhub. But they are math tutoring videos, and he is making some serious money from doing this. Something to the tune of $270,000 a year, something like 2 million views on his videos. Pretty wild. Uh, unusual place for it, for sure, but he does have the tagline, play hard, study hard. And he wants to teach you some math, uh, which is just a very noble endeavor, for sure. And I hope that he does make his money off of it. Uh, I think it's time for the latest edition of the Punch lineup. Absolutely. Taiwanese man making bank by teaching people math on Pornhub. Perfect for when you need to bone up on long division. Taiwanese man making bank by teaching people math on Pornhub. And he's looking to penetrate your mind. Oh, that one feels a little weird. Uh, Taiwanese man making bank by teaching people math on Pornhub. Makes sense. Most, pe most people have seen boobs on a calculator after all. And finally, Taiwanese man making bank by teaching people math on Pornhub. It becomes more hands-on as things get harder. There it is for you. Found a little Canadian nostalgia. This is this is just fantastic, actually. Uh, it is the Bare Naked Ladies' very first appearance on national television. At least it is claiming to be. A lot of people do associate the uh, City TV Speaker's Corner bit, the moment that uh, kind of lives on in infamy, as their first major TV appearance, and one that was very grassroots. They did it themselves. But no, no! Forget M MTV, forget Much Music, forget those channels. It was over on YTV, Youth Television, that they got an Achievement Award way, way back when, in 1990. This uh, footage from Retro Ontario, apparently lifted very recently from a Betamax tape, is just posted just yesterday. Uh, this is just great. You know, thanks a lot for this award. It, it really, really is a pleasure to accept something like this. Well, you just can't measure how happy we were when we heard the results. We knew our friends really liked us, but these were adults saying, hey, bare naked ladies, you're a serious act. You won the award. Really? Yes, it's a fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see, we toured across the country was a serious thing. Thanks to Corky and the Juice Pigs, James and John King. Word to Mitch Potter, he's a serious lad. And of course, lots of thanks to our moms and our dads. Thanks to all our friends for coming out to the shows. How many times have those guys seen us, Ed? Who knows, man? Well, thank you, everybody. Now we're leaving the stage from Eddie Robertson, the Cregan Brothers. I'm Steve Page. Super white guys rapping, kind of cringy, but also completely amazing. Can I just ask, what the heck was going on with Ed's hair back in 1990? All kinds of things. Friday just reading about this country estate in England. $6.7 million, and it's up for sale. Uh, previously owned, uh, you know, formerly back in the day, owned by Prince Charles. Up for sale right now. 
if you're rich enough to even be considering that, uh, I would like a coffee this morning, if you can spare it. I mean, I just figure you got the change for it, but I digress. Um, as the current owners agreed to 27 years ago, the new owners will have to be okay with Prince Charles popping by for a visit and a fishing session on the banks of the river running through the property at almost a moment's notice. This is, I guess, a, a clause that was written into things uh, with the previous purchase, and I guess it has to continue since the land is owned by royalty. and y- Yada, yada, yada. It's a confusing and kind of a unique situation, but still, I can't really even imagine. I mean, I know we're... We're talking British royalty and stunningly large sums of money, so of course I can't even imagine. But I would still be fundamentally against this. I mean, you're selling it. Go away. (laughs) You know? I don't even like my landlord stopping by once in a blue moon, and that's nothing against him. Uh, You know, he owns the place still. I just like being left alone at home, right? I think that's pretty reasonable. 11-year-old Nandy Bushel and her solid future in the music industry. It's just rolling out ahead of her. Um, she's already skilled at the drums and with a guitar in hand, but in a brand new video that serves as a uh, tribute to the late Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts, Bushel also busts out the keyboard, extra percussion instruments, and even a saxophone, and sings the vocals. One woman band, no big deal. Um, and meanwhile, Gorillas are teeing up the 20th anniversary reissue of their debut self-titled album, one of my favorites, though I think Demon Days is a slightly better album. I digress, the 8-disc collection includes the original album, a host of requisite B-sides or G-sides, live performances, and a full dub and reggae remix album too. An initial limited run arrives in December, with a second wave of stock in the fall of next year, though a slightly different Uh, pressing. If you really want the collector's edition, get it now. Uh, And a Canadian punker, Avril Lavigne, she could be back with new music and with purpose, too. She just signed to Travis Barker's DTA Records label a week after appearing on his House of Horrors live stream event. She added a chaser to the announcement asking, should I drop my first single next week? I think she might drop a single next week, gang. Cryptocurrency NFTs. It's a Wild West out there right now, and I guarantee that there are some people who are being taken for their money, for sure. And not on every case, though. I'm not ruling the whole thing out. I just don't have all the answers myself. But I get tempted by things like, I just saw this morning, Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino. He's selling cutting room floor scenes from Pulp Fiction, so-called never-been-seen-before stuff. Not even on any special features, Blu-ray edition of anything. No, never seen before. Now they're going to be NFTs, non-fungible tokens proving that these are one-of-a-kind purchases, along with other film memorabilia add-ons. You know, so you feel like you actually got something physical. Meanwhile, you know, folks got had for over $3 million between them thanks to a Squid Game-related cryptocurrency scam elsewhere on the internet. The currency in that crypto uh, was named Squid, fittingly, I guess. And, you know, I I don't know why anybody would think that they were going to make out well on that, because, you know... Everyone won in the game from the show, right? Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.